All right. Hello, welcome to Close Look. Greetings and salutations, everyone. My name is Dustin Gaddick. And I'm Daniel Westbay. Dustin was supposed to do our thank you to the sponsors like we ran through, but he did not. So he's going to do that right now. This program <laughs> is brought to you by Surrey Honda on 150... Okay, sorry wow. about that. This program is sponsored by Surrey Honda on 152nd and Fraser Highway. For excellent service and the latest deals, check out surreyhonda.com. All right. Hello. Yes. Well, like Dustin said, I am Daniel Westbay. He is Dustin Gaddick. And of course, you may see a pretty little face in the background. She is a new addition to Close Look. I am. I am. Can you introduce yourself yes. and what it is that you'll be doing? Okay. Oh, so my name is Alicia. I guess I'm the newest member of the Close Look family. Super excited. Super excited. Um, I'm basically here just to put myself out there, be a part of all the projects you guys got going on. Um, and to inspire people, you know, like I'm doing this definitely out of my comfort zone and it'll inspire people to go and pursue things that they've always wanted to do. And, you know, hopefully inspire some people to do those things. Fantastic. There we go. All right. So she's going to join us along with Dustin mm -hmm. for a bit. But of course, we do have a big guest coming up. He knows a lot about how to maybe repair yourself in the most fashionable way possible. I say that, but only because he looks so good. He's off camera. Well, it's an emphasis on health and fitness, yeah. of course. And Dylan, no, this PlayStation uh, hat is not up for a prize. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I just I'm, I see da uh, Dylan's already uh, uh, gunning for my hat. Uh, no, this is my hat. Uh, but uh, thank you for the compliment. Uh, and in any case, uh, let's uh, go with a nice summary of our week. How was your week? Tell me about your week. Oh, well, this is a long... You know what? We'll start with Alicia. Alicia, oh, how was your week? Because oh, wow. I don't want to... Oh, I don't, goodness. Yeah, okay, week, so I have to get used to the spotlight. Like, it's literally a spotlight. Okay, well, my week was great. I mean, got a lot of stuff done. Um, I went skiing on Valentine's Day, you know, do those kind of active things when you're... When you're single, you uh, Cyprus, I went to Cyprus. So I had a good family day oh, on okay. Valentine's Day. Kind of got away from the social media aspect of Valentine's, the commercialization mm. of, of that holiday. Okay. Um, but it was great. I loved it. Um, but other than that, it's been a pretty smooth, smooth sailing week. And, um, you know, ending it with being here with you guys. <laughs> really and excited. we are very grateful yeah. for your presence. And we're certainly enriched by the experience of Do having we, a third. Okay, and then I yeah. think, do you have anything else? No, Sorry, I, I'm like interrupting. No, no. I'm just if Mr. I, interruption No, today. you know what? If I have something to say, I'll interrupt you. That's <laughs> fair. Like we want to say hello to our guests and people watching everywhere on Facebook chat. Uh, that goes from Dylan to Francis. Francis, we know you're watching. Stop being silent and come out, baby. Okay? Just come out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you to everybody who's tuning in tonight. Dustin, what's our first subject? Oh, no, you asked me how my week went. Well, I asked uh, you first? Or yeah, because uh, the reason why I say yeah. I wanted him to start with it was his huge. week, because he's a little bit more interesting than mine. You got to uh, a live event for WWE on SmackDown. How was that? Can you tell me a bit about that? I tell you, you know, uh, being in the industry for 13 years, like mm. I don't claim to at all know everything about wrestling at all you know there mm -hmm. are certainly things that i wish i didn't know um <laughs> but they made i mean for us we paid a substantial price for the seats that we were in and i must have watched those were probably the most expensive ads i've paid for in a long time there was a point where there was only one match every hour maybe give or take but i'm pretty sure i sat through 40 minutes of looking at the titatron just the Titatron. Where was your seat? Uh, if it was I may on the ask. so we were like in the row section one sixteen. And what does that mean to me? <laughs> <laughs> so we were on the on the you know how the television so the cameras will face one way so you'll yes. see a crowd. We were behind the cameras, oh. so we were behind. We're okay. on that side. What a great view! It was actually no, it was great when the action was happening. They were really good seats. Okay, but it was just there was more commercials and ads mm. than every, anything. And you just want to hit the skip ads button so hard. But overall, like the performances of the people, uh, the, the wrestlers, it was actually really fun. It was good. It was good. Not as good as NXT tonight, I'm sure, that's airing right now as we speak. Well, so that's interesting. Good. Alicia, you told yeah. me earlier that your father is in town, mm, WWE. Yeah. But is you he still? Yourself, 
Not so much. Well, you know what? It was kind of like back in the day with like triple, triple X. <laughs> triple X. Triple X. We're not talking about yeah. Vin Diesel. Are we talking about triple H? Yeah, triple H. H. Sorry. Oh, the attitude era. And it Good was, time. yeah. And it was just like, a, I was young. So it, whenever it would come on, my dad would be like, okay, it's time for me to watch this show and for you to go upstairs. So oh. I just oh. remember the big characters. Um, <laughs> and it was just always something that was in my life, but I never really understood. I see. Um, but I feel Feel like it's just entertainment you know like it's well, that's good to know i mean you obviously appreciate that it was sports entertainment that's really what it was and uh beyond that you never really had much exposure but it never gravitated towards you is that correct yeah yeah i mean for a long time i didn't i didn't understand why people liked it <laughs> oh, yes, but it's an acquired as, taste but yes. but you know when you do watch it it has a sense of like it, enjoyment it's and the one of those things is, where if you see it live uh -huh. it's so much more enjoyable than if you see it on TV, yeah, um, I don't know. It's just the atmosphere. It's like going to a sporting event. I was just going to ask, soccer, are, hockey, yeah, whatever it may are, be, is, yeah. are the crowds nuts? Like, do they, they just go are crazy? Insane. We had one guy yeah. next to us who tried so hard to get a Canucks chant to go, <laughs> and it was it's just it was just so out of out of place uh -huh. for the thing. So yeah. It, yeah, luckily nobody gave in to that chant. Yeah, I'm glad. Horrible. But yeah, no, it was fun. Um, and of course, you know, you saw a movie over the weekend there, Dustin. The old Sonic Hedgehog Saga. Uh, yeah, I decided to take myself out on a date with myself. <laughs> and was I it expensive? Are you an expensive date? No, it was a matinee. No, I caught it at 2.30. Okay, you're a cheap date. At I Landmark like uh, in New Westminster. Uh, I decided to check out Sonic the Hedgehog because a mutual friend of ours, Lawrence, had uh, good things to say about it. And I was actually intrigued because considering the fact that Sonic is a, a staple name for Sega in video games, and I myself have uh, played quite a few Sonic games in my youth, but I kind of, you know, stopped playing it because they've gotten worse and worse as the years went by. But I thought it was very, really charming, actually, that they came up with this uh, movie, especially with Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey, mm -hmm. and I thought this was a great return for him on screen. Um, I overall like the film. I came out uh, noticing a lot of Easter eggs. There were a lot of wonderful things to enjoy in that film, and I think it was a, a very uplifting film to see for Valentine's. And I definitely think it's great, especially because it's child friendly. And uh, I think a lot of people could enjoy. Now, uh, in terms of romance, uh, yeah, maybe it doesn't really emphasize well, too much the, about well, that. Well, no, because there's a married couple, right? Well, They've there been is together, a married so couple in this film, not, yeah. yeah. So you could, I guess, gravitate towards that in some sense. But this is more of a uh, adventure of mm -hmm. a uh, character uh, from another world mm -hmm. uh, that is just looking for friendship. I would best summarize it in that way for the plot. But beyond that, I know you took your date to see Knives Out. How was that? Ooh, you know what? I've been wanting to see that movie for a long time. And Knives Out has to be the most underrated movie that came out within the last year. Mm. I'm not lying. Really? You know, um, it was well written. Mm -hmm. Daniel Craig, freaking hilarious. I love Daniel Craig. Only for that role. Mm. I don't really, I'm not a big fan of him, James mm -hmm. Bond, but I mean, he's great. Uh, I think... Chris Evans is the is the breakout role though, because I want to ask something though. What what can you give me like a two sentence summary of that? Because that one oh, I'm I gonna see. admit so I so it's like no a murder mystery. Oh okay okay. It's like Clue only. Oh yeah, okay yeah. A little. Okay, got I, it. I feel like it's written a bit better, uh, but yeah, it was one of those movies where yeah, murder mystery. Uh, but Chris mm -hmm. Evans plays an a hole on the in the trailer. You must see him. But the thing about Chris Evans was that. Even his character, he played it so well that it didn't seem like Captain America because he played Captain America for I could such a long time. That, that it would be difficult, right. especially for him in his career, that after being Captain America for so long, yeah, having to break. You think out he'd be typecasted? Yeah. yeah, he'd be automatically typecasted. But he yeah. is a talented actor. He is very much, and so. this is definitely a testament to his. Ability, it was super. Right? It was so, worth it. And uh, I only paid five bucks. So. Out of curiosity, <laughs> I have a question for you. What kind of movies would you be interested in seeing this particular long weekend? I'm not saying oh, yeah, you would, weekend, but yeah. is there anything Family that's... Day. You know, honestly, I've been wanting to see Parasite because oh, not just not really even because movie. it got awards and stuff, mm -hmm. but I was always intrigued because it's from South Korea and it's going to be completely different from what we're kind of used to seeing mm. on the mainstream oh, yeah. cinema. So that's something I and also the trailer was very interesting, but it also didn't really give a lot of information as mm -hmm. to what the movie's about. So it kind of gives that bit of intrigue to go and see that movie. And are you somewhat familiar with the premise of the movie? See, that's the thing. I watched the trailer, but I feel like I need to go and see it. It's not like 
trailers where you know they kind of give a little bit of a storyline mm-hmm. so that's why i'm like i really don't know what this is about i'm gonna go see it all right yeah. right on have that's you guys cool. have i've you seen th- it yeah how is it i saw it uh, it was actually again very surprising <laughs> it was very yeah. good yeah i like it when i'm surprised by a movie it was good yeah. there was a dark twist mm-hmm. a story that i didn't expect to unfold mm-hmm. it was really good the only thing that i kind of read was that it was kind of a critique on the class system in the it country is. it is yeah. very much so there's okay. there's a lot of that in the movie oh, sweet. uh i liked it that they didn't uh, there was somebody that, saw, that said that it's too bad that the director didn't do it in english you know i saw that too and, and I, I was like was so hilarious everybody in there is korean yeah. like it just makes yeah. sense yeah of course so and i have no problem reading foreign subtitles. films yeah. have existed yeah. long before then i don't know why they have a gripe with I this one in it's particular it's just I, people don't want to read they want to have yeah. an escapism <laughs> and they're like now i have to that's, read this that's why you see the movie twice once <laughs> reading the subtitles and not seeing the visuals and then yeah. seeing the, it again once you know the story well the movie is funny enough the and even if you read it like haha like you hear the tone and stuff it's, yeah it's funny it's good if you yeah. get a chance and you get it you know can watch it watch it it's i right. have not seen it so i'm definitely putting mm. that on my list same yeah. Yeah. it's mm. probably gonna be on netflix at some point i kind of hope Hulu. so it'd be on streaming or services but Amazon. i understand that there's this polarizing issue where you know some films need to be in cinema and mm. some films are just perfect in streaming <laughs> and you know vice versa but uh i kind of wanted to uh kind of uh swerve away from films at this point yep. uh, kind of uh, actually topic. sorry just, i'm going to interrupt yeah, real sure. quick here so i want to talk, talk to everybody right now we have our new magazine up mm. online here as you can tell close look got talent happy uh spring 2000 uh, tw- 2020. 2020. Jesus. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. 2020. <laughs> as you can out. see, it's on our on our website right here, closelook.ca. I like the system they have. They have where I can scroll with the mouse and like it just switches. No, like the wheel on the mouse and it switches pages. Okay. Well, I don't have the yeah, mouse. Yeah, I was on. like, I don't. That see, is I don't super see that. awesome. <laughs> but I do like the graphic these, uh, so, page turning. Yeah, these, uh, which is really nice. So these yeah. stories in these magazines are done by real people. Um, there's no fabrication mm-hmm. in this. Everybody that you see in this magazine supports Close Look, and everybody works together. They're an amazing team, amazing group of talented artists. Look at that. Our handsome faces are on <laughs> page seven. Lovely. We're on there? Yes, we are. What page? Seven page seven. I must have missed us. The one thing I do like about this magazine is that the people that have written in it that have shared their thoughts and experiences, um, nothing is edited. It's really yep. coming from... so. My first, like the first time I actually read this magazine, I was like, oh, there's so many edit, like there's so many grammatical errors, but, <laughs> but I didn't oh, understand that for, I didn't understand the essence of the magazine, mm-hmm. but then, you know, being a part of, um, this, exp- the atmosphere, um, it kind of goes to show that, you know, we live in a world where everything has to be polished and perfect, but it's nice to see that this is <laughs> literally the words, um, that are coming out of real people. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's the same type of thing that we try to get here on the podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not the most grammatically correct or <laughs> grammatically. Grammatically. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that was I beautiful. Am not. That was great. <laughs> Dustin will do that to me all the time. Yeah, I am I'm not the best. His encyclopedia. Exactly. But, uh, I try to be gentle so, about it as much as possible. But we're not. Everything here is not filtered. I think the only thing that we're holding back on is like some certain words that I don't want to be said on air so you know that's about as much as we're mm. we're we're really doing but we're real and you know you're real and yes yeah. that's what's so cool about the magazine so yeah shout out to everybody on chat by the way yes. thank you for what's saying happening hi, on william chat. hello william uh eric wood has joined as well to watch the program uh just wanted to say hello to everyone who's out there watching at the moment thank you for joining us uh i wanted to actually ask uh alicia a little bit about the background you joined close look just recently yeah I please did. tell us about that what brought oh, you in i oh my gosh i'm beginning to really believe in the universe and just its infinite um grasp um uh how do i begin okay this is how it began. Go ahead. <laughs> we got was, about a was, minute, so go ahead. I was literally about to go to sleep, and then there was something randomly on my TV, and I said, I know that pretty woman. That's Simi, and I work with her. So I sat down, and I listened to what she, who she was interviewing, and I thought, this is amazing. Um, why can't I be a part of this, you know? Um, I'm a young South Asian woman. I have different perspectives and experiences, and I just gave her a call, and literally, here we are. So it's just great. It can be that simple, you guys. Wow. That's amazing. You know what I like to point out to everybody is uh, Dustin 
does not like being on camera. No, she was very hesitant to be on camera. And yet, here they are oh. in front of three cameras. Facing your anxieties. So together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But yeah, no. Uh, totally we're going to, sorry, we're going to quickly go to, uh, oh yeah, we're dusting over there. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, give some leadway into what our guest is good at. So let's talk about fitness. Let's talk let's about talk health. About brain injuries. Let's talk about fitness. Let's talk about not sex, baby. Okay, let's... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to love that song. Let's though. discuss... It's Come on. It's fine. So, We're speaking of wrestling... Away, I hope. Speaking of wrestling yeah. and the sports, mm -hmm. I mean, entertainment and sports, yeah. uh, professional sports, uh, Dustin, can you read me off what is the number of rate of concussions that people can get? Well, from what I've read, uh, at least uh, thanks to the Google gods... Uh, that I have consulted with just recently. Uh, concussions are the most common type of head injury with an incidence of 210,000 per year in Canada. Uh, that's a high number for cases of, well, head injuries. And of course, it goes on to say concussions are often referred to as mild traumatic brain injuries, MTBI, because they do not cause external visible damage. And that's the issue, right? The gray mm -hmm. matter in between the skull. That's true. Is a very soft tissue and unfortunately gets rattled quite easily if you just easily bonk yourself in the head. <laughs> I've had uh, two concussions <laughs> in my time. Two. I have had a few of my yeah. own as well through reckless uh, actions that I will not actually describe too much into detail. <laughs> but it I don't certainly. I want to know. Yeah, no, I, I'm just saying that, you know, it's very, you got to be very careful in how you treat it. Because mm -hmm. the issue with concussions, in my personal experience, is how negligent we are in the symptoms. And yeah. Well, how... I think that has to do with society. Oh, We're well. men. We're not allowed to feel things. <laughs> you know, That's a gender thing. It's and, like, we got to yeah. tough it out. Yeah. And you know what? Even that number might be underreported because You're concussions right. are such a <laughs> everyday thing, right? Mm, it's it's yeah. very easy to get it and then not really you know, go to the hospital or doctor. You just kind of... Yeah. Do those, uh, no, you're right, symptoms. Alicia. I agree. Uh, there are so many uh, unreported cases as well mm -hmm. because there are variable degrees of concussions mm -hmm. out there uh, with some of the mild cases that can go for about a couple of days to a few weeks in recovery to l concussions that can last eight months. You know, mm -hmm. some severe cases, right? So it's interesting to, to, to say that, yeah, there are multiple different unreported cases. And of course, naturally, most concussions will be commonly uh, found in sports. And uh, what does I, it say? Works. What's the number one sport that causes concussions? Uh, football? At the moment, I would think it's football. football. Yeah. I think football. it's football. Yeah, yeah. Football yeah. it's and not it soccer. Is officially the first uh, sport <laughs> yeah. that the discovery of concussions, the science, the study of concussions was because of football uh -huh. yeah, initially wow. uh, in the 80s. That's getting uh, worse. Which is very, and it, it took so long for people to catch on too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, on that note, mm. so that's why we're leading in with this. We got somebody here that's a bit of more of an expert on all this stuff than we are. Oh yeah, way so more than I am. we are going to, I'm just, so here's how it's going to work. Because we have, I got to move that chair. We're going to do a bunch of reorganizing. We're going to be playing we're gonna mute. Chairs. No, I'm going to mute the audio. So... For but the people out, go wait. I want to explain something. Yeah. Before there's nothing wrong with the video. I'm purposely muting the video. All right. So, so stay, stay. Don't like. Don't think leave. That something's wrong. All right. Thank you, Raj, and thank you, William. Just uh, yeah. once again, actively yeah. uh, paying attention to the chat. Uh, now uh, I'm just going to do one more plug for yep. Suri Honda before I exit the camera and play do si do. Um, this program is sponsored by Surrey Honda on 152nd and Fraser Highway. For excellent service and the latest deals, check out surreyhonda.com. All right. This is where I disappear. I'm going to mute the audio real quick here. All right. We're unmuted. Hello. Welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed that little transition there of us scurrying around. Uh, I am here with... Go ahead, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Balraj Jalen. I'm a kinesiologist by background. For those of you that don't know what that is, it's very similar to a physiotherapist. Wow. See that? We've got a professional here. So, guys, feel free to bonk each other's heads. we got a professional. No, I'm joking. Don't actually do that. That's bad. Um, so, what it is that you, uh, 
can you give a little bit more? What is it that you guys actually specialize in? What is it that you focus on primarily? Yeah, absolutely. So our training allows us to treat musculoskeletal injuries, regardless of what they are. So if you've been in a car accident, you have a sports injury, um, neck pain, back pain, surgeries, etc. You know, we are qualified and educated to treat all that and actually actively continue to treat all that. But our organization focuses more on MTBIs, concussions, post-stroke rehabilitation, because we're noticing that more and more concussions are being reported as stats are being, uh, as stats continue to come out with research, um, part, largely due to the NFL, but also other sports coming out in hockey. Sidney Crosby missed a whole year with a concussion, and that really ramped up Canada's awareness to concussions. Um, so we're noticing that there's a lot of companies uh, out there in the lower mainland, BC, in the interior, in Victoria, who, you know, the term we like to use is they put up a shingle and say, we do concussion rehab. But really, they they don't really know the evidence or the research behind it. They're just doing things that they think are going to help. So mm -hmm. if a concussed patient comes in and says, I have trouble with balance, they'll make them stand on one leg. And that's a really exaggerated <laughs> example, but that's the kind of absurdity that we see in the market. Um, so our organization, uh, Bayshore Therapy and Rehab, you can check out, check us out at btrbc.ca. little plug there. Uh, Dustin over there will get that all in the chat. Perfect. Again, that was www.btrbc.ca. So we're all over BC. Um, we partnered with the University of Victoria's neuropsychology department, and we also partnered with uh, University of British Columbia, UBC's medicine department. And we spent over a year researching and developing um, a brain injury and concussion rehabilitation program. And the reason that it's called brain injury and concussion is that the two can actually be different. You have what's called an acquired brain injury, um, and that's things like concussions where there was a trauma um, that sustained the injury. But there's also other brain injuries that can occur, whether that's some sort of neurological disease, chronic conditions, mm -hmm. uh, you have a stroke or other sort of cardiac um, episode. So we treat both. And so our programs, we have physiotherapists, occupational therapists, kinesiologists, psychologists, counselors, all on staff. And the patient essentially gets to see all of them. Damn, man. Bit of a I did there. not expect all that. No, that was great. Yeah. I didn't expect that. When he came on, he was like, man, I don't know what to say. I'm like, guy, just do you. Just do you. And he clearly did just him. Um, so what kind of like. What do you see the most of, though? What type of profession do people come in oh, man, from? All, all sorts of things. So one thing I want, as I was sitting in the background listening to you guys lead me in, um, you guys were talking about, you know, bonking your head and getting concussions. You actually don't need trauma to the head to sustain a concussion. You can have trauma anywhere on the body, in the hips, in the knees, in the shoulders. You actually could have no trauma and sustain a concussion. So, a con so when the head moves rapidly, um, the skull... Uh, encompasses the brain, but you know, it's, there's, there's a barrier in there. Uh, your cerebrospinal fluid is actually acts like, acts like a cushion, um, in between the actual physical brain and the bones of the skull. So if you turn your head to the right or left very, very quickly, your brain is actually going to make contact with the skull. So like whiplash or like, something. Exactly. Really? Yeah. So those oh, are wow. called cervicogenic headaches. Um, you know, you could be, if you're on a sports field and let's say you're playing football and you have the ball and you're running up the field and someone hits you in like from the side in your hips and you're going to get a lateral whiplash, you, you know, you could come up and be like, I have a headache, I'm dizzy. And most trainers won't actually suspect a concussion because they won't see a hit to the head. They're going to see a hit to the hips. Serious? Wow. Yeah. So, so to answer your questions, I mean, most of our concussions we do see from trauma, such as car accidents, uh, workplace injuries. But um, we've had some very bizarre one-off cases where we've had office workers come in with concussions. That was going to be my next question. What is the most bizarre? Yeah, definitely office workers where it was just a sudden movement. 
and it caused a concussion. How do you know that you have it? Like what? So I can't. I can't say if I turn my head, like I'm going to assume. Oh no, I feel weird. I have a concussion. Yeah, and that's true. But now think of this: if you're sitting in the studio and you, you very like someone opens the door behind you unexpectedly, and you very quickly turn your head around, mm. and in the next sixty minutes you begin to get a headache out of nowhere. You're starting to get a little bit nauseous. Maybe the lights in here are starting to be a little bit more sensitive. Really? You know that's not a normal response. Turning your head. So your first thought might not be damn i'm concussed but you definitely are going to be like something is off like i don't ever feel like this so probably go to your doctor and that leads me into my next biggest gripe with can you i was actually going to say that can you trust because i feel like sometimes these are all fabricated so, like they try to just keep because they want us to continue to be sick and want us to continue to be yeah so th so there's no yeah. physical markers of a concussion or an mtbi oh, okay there's no cat scan mri pet scan x-ray whatever there's no definitive oh yeah look at there on the on the picture that's a concussion they are subjectively reported however through tons and tons of research uh, there are objective measures that we can assess a client and see how they perform so there's certain baseline tests that we can do where you have normative data of how a quote-unquote normal person would score um, and they're broken down in age groups genders occupations medical history etc and you compare that to what this person's scoring and you can conclude like okay you like you are concussed based off of how you're testing wow yeah but, but so, so going back to the doctors yeah like your family physician uh you know general medicine doctor they're not training concussions um you, then why do they get paid so, so much so a really good a really good sign of an excellent family doctor mm -hmm. is one that will refer you just to a professional in concussions mm -hmm. when you report something like that okay um, the reason being is yeah. They, when they're in school, they're going through general practice, general medicine. They're going through school to treat your colds, your flus, your other medical mm -hmm. medicine-related, physio physiology-related conditions. They're not going to school to be orthopedic or brain injury doctors. Neurologists, they, they have a passion for learning this stuff. Just like you wouldn't go to a cardiovascular doctor for your knee injury, going to a family practice doctor for a head injury doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> I've seen people go for a doctor for some pretty ridiculous things. Yeah. So. Yeah. And people go to ER for even more ridiculous. Yeah, things. that's it's just crazy. Uh, I did not know all that. Yeah. Just there's a lot of misinformation man. out there. Again, the biggest one being you gotta hit your head to have a concussion. That's not true at all. And the second part is don't trust anyone like everyone that says that they're concussion experts question question them on how do you question them then ask them what's your treat like what evidence is your treatment based on that's the that's the number one like easiest question because why would you go down the road of trying to address and treat such a complex and complicated um injury because it's not, it's not just physical symptoms, it's um, like medical symptoms like nausea and eye problems. Mm -hmm. It's cognitive issues, you know, losing your memory, not being able to think as well. And it's also psychological issues and mental health issues because you're more depressed, you have anxiety, your relationships are breaking down. You know, the number one complaint that we hear from people with concussions is no one, like my friends and family don't understand what I'm going through. They always ask like, why can't you come out for dinner? Or why can't you just take a nap and come out? So if you're not equipped and experienced and educated and trained to deal with all of those symptoms, which by the way, one person shouldn't be, then you shouldn't be trying to treat people with concussions because you have the future of someone's livelihood in your hands. Mm -hmm. Like when you get a concussion, you, the first six months are the most important. Like really how you're treated in the first six months can mm -hmm. largely dictate if you're going to return to work and return to normal life or if you're in the medical system for the next five to 10 years, just bouncing around from specialist to specialist, not really returning to work in a full-time capacity. Is it, is it possible to ever really recover from a... Uh, yes and no. And it's going to depend on the type of concussion you have. And by type, I mean severity. Mm -hmm. And it's also going to depend on, is it your first one, your second one, your third one? Each time you get a concussion, it's worse than the last time. Really? So it's called a cumulative effect. Oh, um, it's like an add numbers game kind of thing. It is. Yeah. And so it's kind of like if you sprain your ankle, you recover. But those those ligaments and joints are a little bit more relaxed mm -hmm. than they were 
pre-injury and the second time you sprain it and you recover and the third time and eventually your ankle is just going to be super relaxed and have no stability um so same thing with concussions you can have a really severe concussion which to be honest it's sad you probably won't ever recover 100 percent but there are more milder concussions with the appropriate treatment that you you can recover completely. So I do have a question from chat. Okay. Uh, it up, says chat? here, how would you bridge the misinformation gap that exists in society? Ask questions. Uh, like, don't ever just take recommendations. So I can't just Google this? Don't Google, Google it. Can't. <laughs> and, and like, you know, understand that knowledge is power. Like, just because you're in the presence of someone like a family doctor doesn't mean that they know all question them on it make them think and again like i said you'll have a really good idea of what a good doctor looks like in general practice if they refer you on and they don't have that ego of i'm gonna fix you um and definitely get more than one opinion um because like i said if you if you have an injury and you're noticing your mental health has changed talk to someone that has experience and expertise in mental health. If you're noticing that you're more nauseous and your balance is off, talk to someone that's more trained in vestibular. You know, you don't need to go to a one-stop shop and have someone, you know, be your hero. You should try to get the best um, specialists on your file that are going to help you. So are things like this covered under some sort of insurance or no or is this it depends on where you sustain your injury yeah, okay, right if you're in a car accident then I see, yeah, you, you have part sevens under icbc yeah. which will fund you if you're injured at work work safe takes care mm -hmm. of you but you know if you're just playing rec pick up <laughs> soccer on uh, you know on a saturday afternoon and you hurt yourself i mean unfortunately you you know i hope you have extended health from your work and they'll they'll cover you That's for a little super bit. Super weird that that doesn't cover that. Stuff can happen anywhere, really. It can, you know? but but again, it comes down to uh, dollars and cents. Who's footing the bill? Jesus, I don't like that. That that uh, that hurts. And me. and there are organizations. I mean, you know, the Fraser Valley Brain Injury Association, the Vancouver Island Brain Injury Association. Like there are different resources. Um, out there for people who don't have coverage financially mm -hmm. um, or they maybe they have fi financial coverage but they just don't know where to start so those resources are available but again our our organization Bayshore Therapy and Rehab we this is our bread and butter so while we will take care of you if you've been in a car accident mm -hmm. or a workplace injury we we are really we're really focusing on being industry disruptors in the mtbi the concussion the post-stroke world because there's far too many and i can't list them because i will get a lot of you know defamation <laughs> no talk. no i'm not a, yeah, i want exclusive yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna name names but you know there are a lot of companies large corporations and small, i don't doubt it there's always large small mom and that, shops that yeah. are gonna say we're concussion experts and again you're gonna you're gonna get a really cookie cutter um program and if it is an orthopedic injury and by orthopedic i mean you know muscle tendon joint related sure you can be a little bit more flexible with who you see because the body does have a natural mm -hmm. healing response um and often you're not your livelihood's not at stake mm -hmm. but when it comes to a brain injury like i said those first six i months, wanted to go back to the yeah, severity those of these first things six yeah, yeah. months man like I've seen like, but the, the, but that's what I meant. If, if you get these, if you follow everything within the first six months, does this, you're telling me that it'll increase the chances of way more, more than of, 50 of getting better, but somebody could still say it happened like 20 years ago, your yep. concussions. And can that still be something that affects you to this day? It can. Yeah. And there are small things that you can do to help address them. Mm -hmm. Maybe this person's just never had their balance looked at. And sure, we, you know, we can restore a little bit to that, but chances are if you have symptoms 20 years later, which is referred to as post-concussion syndrome, mm -hmm. they're with you for life. We can mitigate them a little bit with mm -hmm. appropriate treatment all this time later, but yeah. I you mean, can't, you can't like, they, the person cannot try to alter things or try to like if they they'll you know. naturally accommodate yeah right? okay. i mean if they survive 20 years post they their body's adapted to different mm -hmm. things um but to say that you've truly recovered is off the table yeah. so okay back to six months if they follow everything your, your chances get... of recovering are exponentially higher yeah. like and again it's not just starting treatment it's starting the appropriate treatment um, there's so many little gadgets and things out there that companies and, will throw at you. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say next. Sometimes you know, physio places or whatnot, they say 
come to me and it's just like to to i feel sometimes uh is more money grabbing oh, than 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 anything it, you you go else. with what the new buzzword is right yeah. um if a new modality comes out um for example shockwave sure there's good research behind shockwave and i know you guys might not know what it is i know shockwave i had it oh, done oh, you had it done yeah i had it done so, on so me. for yeah. certain for so for certain injuries shockwave is amazing there's lots of good evidence behind it but it was if fun a, but if, but if, a, <laughs> if a clinic goes out and invests all that money it's expensive to get shockwave they are going to recommend it to every single person that walks in through the door and put a little bit of an upsell upcharge on it because it's the new buzz thing and the, and now it's concussions and they'll have you come in and they'll have you touch your nose your finger to your nose and they'll have you stand on one foot and there's no evidence that's doing anything See, but how's the general public supposed to know that? They don't. And that's why you, like I said, I go back to my original point, ask questions. Like if I, if I go to a physio for any sort of general injury, I ask them, why are you doing this? It's the most simple question. And if they start stuttering, I'm not going back there. Okay. So I do have another question. How can you, oh, actually that's a really, yeah. How do you decipher a good, good one then a good physio from a bad physio? Like, that yeah, it goes back to how are you gonna know? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, again, first question you should ask is why are like why are you taking this approach with me? They should be able to answer you right away. If I, so, if I'm treating, if you come to me, Daniel, mm -hmm. and you say, hey, at my wrestling match, I tweaked my shoulder, and these are the symptoms I'm having, mm -hmm. and I start treating you in a certain way, I'm doing soft tissue release or whatever, and you ask me, so Balraj, like why are you taking this approach with me? I would be able to answer you right away, Daniel, based on what what you reported on how you fell and based on reporting what you're experiencing. It really sounds like your GH joint is just super constricted because muscles A, B, and C right here, mm -hmm. they, they've tightened up. And that's a natural body's response to injury. So I'm going to work on releasing those. And it's going to give that joint capsule a little bit of room to move. And we're going to restore your mobility. Now, if I was just someone who's <laughs> going to go. just treat your that's shoulder and be like, okay, let me just do to you what I did to the last mm -hmm. 10 guys. And you go, hey, why are you taking this approach with me? And I go, oh, don't worry. Just trust me. We're going to get your shoulder moving again. I would be like, whoa. Like, okay, like I've already, I'm already here. Do what you got to do, but mm -hmm. I'm not coming back here. Because they obviously haven't taken the time to actually think about how they're going to treat this and how your case is different from the person they saw 20 yeah. minutes ago. So how long did it take you to get to this point? Like that you're oh, comfortable man. enough to so, to... so I started school in 2011 and graduated in 2016. So I've been practicing since then. And like what I know today, I certainly didn't know then. What I know today, I didn't know a month ago, mm -hmm. right? So a part of, I love what I do. So I'm always looking to seek out new opportunities. Um, I'm always looking to look like you, you, no one ever has the full answer. Like our, our, well, it's ever changing. Science is always changing. It's always changing. Yeah. And there's always someone that can do something better. Mm -hmm. And if you think that you're the be all end all, then you might be on top of the world for a couple months, but people will start to leave you. So again, going back to our concussion program, we've partnered with those two really big universities, UVic and UBC. Mm -hmm. And we're not only have we developed this super evidence-based program using the latest research and actually using tools and modalities that have shown to help, but the researchers at those two universities are going to continue to research. So six months from now, we're still using current evidence that's applicable to July 2020. We're not just going to start a program now in February and in 2022, we're still using what we're doing today. Now, speaking of cool, I'm always for cool augmentations on human beings. Is there anything that catches your eye at the moment? Are you allowed to talk about it? I don't want to like yeah, yeah, put definitely. you in a weird spot here. Yeah, no. So like elaborate on your question a little bit. Uh, Do you mean like physical modalities? Do you mean... Like, what are you talking I about? mean, like, is there something that you can either I'm talking more augmentations, like, is there a chip that you could put somewhere no. that could kind of like <laughs> no. offset the feeling of a migraine or a concussion or something like that? No. So, but I mean, there are like even medicines like sumatriptan, which is very commonly used by people that have migraines chronically. They've now 
modified it a little bit where the sumatriptan actually has a little bit of naproxen in it, which is an anti-inflammatory. Reason being is that through tons and tons of research, um, they've noticed that migraines are very largely associated with inflammation. Mm -hmm. And that inflammation restricts blood flow and oxygen to the brain. And that's what starts and initiates migraines. Mm. Um, so a lot of times people would take sumatriptan and it would help, but it would take a couple hours. And then someone notices, hey, if I take Advil with my sumatriptan, like it goes away quicker. And then so now they just Ooh, put it all in one. That's bill. when the fun times start to happen. Exactly. I tell so you. a really cool story in the UK, which is really recent from this week, is they accidentally discovered a cell, a T cell, that kills cancer cells but leaves the other cells alone. You know what that sounds like to me? What? I'm going to get a little nerdy here. It sounds like the T virus. <laughs> that's what that's what's gonna happen. Zombies are coming. Uh, I do have a question here. Yep. It says, um, "Do you employ mindfulness techniques for pain management, oh, concussion yeah. symptom management?" Oh yeah. yeah. So our occupational therapists and psychologists and counselors use tons and tons of mindfulness, uh, relaxation techniques, uh, breaking down the cognitive barriers mm -hmm. and rebuilding them up in healthy ways. So, sorry, I don't. This might build onto that question, but uh, do you feel like sometimes? these things like how how do you know if someone's faking the concussion like it could just be uh striving for attention maybe or something like that or is there always it's it's very easy to pick out who's okay. faking it because oftentimes if you're fake if you're faking a concussion you've never had one so if you've had one, you would never want to fake it because it sucks. It does. Yes. So if you fake a concussion, you you're gonna exaggerate a lot of how certain things are okay. provoking you, and it's so easy to pick up. Okay. Yeah. So back to the so I thought that would build on that, but it doesn't. Yeah. So if you, yes. So, so you use other like do you use like salts or, or no no so stuff? Mind, no? so mindfulness is okay. not about taking Epsom salt okay, baths. That's, okay. That's and okay. And having okay. dark rooms with candles. <laughs> so our mindfulness is to really explore. So let's do a case study. So you have a patient who has a concussion and they're starting to have a lot more anxiety now. Mm -hmm. they're, they're anxious to leave the house. They're depressed. They're withdrawing. They feel like they can't talk to anyone. And it's constantly on their mind. So what our OT will do is in a private one-on-one -on -one session mm -hmm. in a calm environment is they're going to use mindfulness techniques, whether that's guided meditation, whether that's cognitive behavioral therapy, whatnot. And what this does, it'll, it gives the patient a safe space to really break down each level of their anxiety or depression and mm -hmm. the thoughts they're having. And then our, our OT will help them re-bring, so they'll, they'll break down everything and they'll bring it all up again, but in positive ways of realizing that maybe certain things are irrational. Maybe certain things aren't as bad as they can or as they are, mm -hmm. how to appropriately and how to effectively manage these different thoughts you're having and circle them back into things that are going to help you. Because if you just sit and dwell on these thoughts and, you know, I have anxiety myself, so I know it's not as easy as just to say, hey, think of things in a positive way. It's a process, mm -hmm. which is why our program's 12 weeks. Um, it's a process, but if you can, the mind-body connection is so hard or it's not, it's so hard to navigate, but it's also super strong. And so if you can train and guide someone into reorganizing their negative thoughts towards positive thoughts, it can make a world of difference. Oftentimes when we're dealing with chronic pain, um, you're not actually dealing with physical pain. It's all in the mind. Yeah, no, I agree. Right? Because, because a, a broken bone, a sprained joint, a sprained, a torn ligament, they're going to heal naturally. But if you're feeling that pain six months, 12 months, 18 months down the road, it's because there's a cognitive and psychosocial aspect that hasn't been dealt with. So are you trained in psychology too then? I personally am not. But you talk about... But we have staff yeah. that are. Okay. And that's, again, that's what separates us. We're mm -hmm. not, we don't have some show-off physio that's going to try and be everything for mm -hmm. you. Because one, they're not trained and two, it's outside of their scope. We're, we're going to get you the appropriate treatment because we have the availability of all these different specialties like in our clinics. Damn. Yeah. So when you, because you're active outside of this, you, yes. do you, you play hockey? I play hockey, I work out. I so do you everything. like, do you like, are you a little bit more cautious? Do you find you're cautious or no? Do you still go no, all I'm out? No, I'm not cautious at all. 
because that like you know i've been playing hockey since i was five years old like i think like when when you're on the pitch on the ice on the field on the court like you it all light switches right you're mm-hmm. you're fully you're not even thinking about injuries because you can't otherwise you're gonna you're not gonna be performing at your best yeah but there have been tons and tons of incidents where someone on the other team or my team gets hurt and usually i'm assisting the trainers like to help deal mm-hmm. with it did have you ever had a concussion i have yeah, so i, I played football yeah. in high school so i had two okay. concussions oh so we're the same yeah you might be a little bit more severe than mine but yeah, maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> mine was i was in a match and like i went for a on a top rope guy spun around and i was supposed to chuck my chin in for a powerbomb kind of thing and i did not uh-huh. and it was like bam all i remember is waking up in the back and telling everybody i need to get out there for my match yeah and they're like no you already had it how many of my fingers so, am I holding so up? what was, was your rehab journey like Where'd honestly you- i did nothing i was i was i was like 19 man there's no way i was gonna no nah. Didn't have time for that. That explains a lot now. <laughs> Ouch. I kid. That hurts. Uh, so what are the type of things you uh, do then? It can't be all. Are you a specialized in... So no, we don't no. do just concussion. Like I said, that's the... We, we feel there's such a big... We feel too many people are being taken advantage of. Well, yes. Which is why we really aggressively pursued this specific... Ne- I don't want to say niche, but it is a niche um, and why we did it the appropriate mm-hmm. way. We stayed quiet for a year. We let everyone put up their shingle and provide crap service while we were researching. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. We were part, we we're creating good partnerships and making sure that we're going to, we're going to hit the ground running. And now just last month, we finally launched our program mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, people are starting to become do really you, aware. Do you feel that in this day and age, it's, it's almost like misinformation is almost being pushed out there. Like there's, there's an overabundance of people now with mental illness and things happening. It seems like it's more apparent due to social media. Do you feel like everybody all of a sudden is like an expert just because everyone's pretending. Yeah. Everybody's pretending to be an expert just because they can Google something. Yep. Does that happen? Pretty much. Really? Yeah. You're right. That's sad. Yeah. We, we hear from all sorts of professions that said, Oh man, like, my like my last session with Jane was pretty much a counseling session. It's like why? Like your your job is to fix her shoulder. Like, <laughs> like, what, like what are you doing, right? But again, it's it's come. Unfortunately, it comes down to bottom line. And she, there's so much. The market is so oversaturated now, and everyone's fighting for those referrals and dollars. And people, unfortunately, don't care about how taking advantage of one person mm-hmm. has a ripple effect on they can't provide for their family. Their marriage is breaking down because they can't communicate mm-hmm. properly. So on and so on, right? To that physio, it's just an extra 80 bucks. Yes. So I do have a question again. Uh, the 12-week program that you mentioned, okay. does it involve a collaborative team of yes. many professionals? It does. Does it? Yep. So it involves a physiotherapist, an occupational therapist, a kinesiologist, a registered clinical counselor, um, or a psychologist for more complex cases. Um, and in the very, very rare case that we should need it, we do have a medical physician on staff as well. Is there like, and I know I'm going to be plugging your company a little bit more. Uh, hey, I don't mind that at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there like package deals? Like it, again, it depends on it the de- funder. Okay, so it depends. So okay, the way we structured our program is if your injury was sustained in a car accident, ICBC will yeah, fully okay. pay, not a dime out of your pocket. Um, if you have a concussion again from playing Rex, but you don't do like cons- consultations and stuff like that. Oh, we'll we'll do consultations. Yeah? Oh, okay. If you if you like if you work for a company, we'll come to your company and put on a lunch and learn for free because we believe in the value of education. And we might go talk to a group of 40 employees at a certain company and none of them have an injury, but we're not going there expecting a je- like a return on our investment. Mm-hmm. We're going out there to educate people and create that connection. And we're not expecting those people to come to us. Maybe a friend, a, ki- a kid, a husband, a wife, an aunt, an uncle, a grandma, someone gets an injury and they're going to be like, you know what? Like these people from Bayshore were really cool. And might be a month 
a, a year down the road, but people will start starting to come to us because they trust us. And we do that a lot. We, we go, we do uh, what are called floor talks. So in big industrial settings, mm-hmm. um, think of warehouses, think of auto shops. We'll go and do ergonomic assessments for free. Um, again, just getting, getting that education out there and it's creating that brand awareness and it's creating that connection to the community. Damn. Yeah. I didn't expect to be that in depth with your, uh, your company actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah. They I sound, mean, so, they sound so, pretty legit there. So, so let me, let me, it's not my company, by the way. I, so, I, so, I don't mean, so, so when me, I say your company, I mean like the let, company. Let me do a quick 30 that. second plug on who we are. Um, so, so Bayshore Health is actually a really large company. It's Canada wide. Um, they, they are owned by a single owner, uh, Stuart. Um, he started the company in the sixties and built it into what it is today mm-hmm. and has always been at the helm. However, they've been focused and the Bayshore name, some people might know really well is from their home health division. N- think of nurses coming to your house, providing care, mm. providing medicine, etc. Our division called therapy and rehab, um, we're, we're relatively new, only a couple of years, about three years, um, in the, in the game, we have about 30 staff started with one guy, David. Um, he's our director right now. Um, always has been. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, he grew it to two, to three, to four. And he the reason it's grown slowly but effectively is he's been really, really picky with who he hires. Um, we turned down so many candidates because, one, they're not the right fit with the culture we're trying to establish. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, they're, they just don't have the drive. They, they want to come in, see patients, cash check, et cetera. We, we're looking for, for people that have that longer-term vision um, we want, you know, we like to say we don't hire for a position. We create a position around a person. We like, we want to, when I was hired, it was essentially, I asked, what's my job title? They said, write something down. That's your job title. They created a, <laughs> ah. they created a job for me. Wow. Right. Because they like where my long-term vision was going. Uh-huh. So even now, you know, yes, we might have a need for an, a physiotherapist in our clinic. Yes. Like we need someone to treat patients. But we also want to know that this physiotherapist has passions to maybe they want to explore treating people with amputations. Maybe they want to explore treating people that have certain types of injuries. And we're going to give them the resources over time to start to develop their own program while continuing to treat patients and then eventually give them the reins to go and pursue that. So uh, I got to ask, I got to ask, what made you want to do this route instead of just copping out? And I'm sorry for the term, but like, just like become a money, money grabber. Just treat people and put heat packs on them. I mean, I'm sure there's more of a business for it. So, I mean, there is. I'm just curious. So for for me, like you, it's that drive to always want to create more, become more, become bigger. I mean, you know, you started with streaming by the way, like Daniel and I have been friends for seven years. Like it's been Dan- a long time. Daniel started with like streaming him and Carrie playing video games. And then <laughs> it turned to like Daniel just going live on Facebook randomly. And now it's hosting a podcast that's got hundreds, maybe thousands, maybe more followers. So, you know, you didn't just start. You didn't just be like, you know what? I'm just going to go get a regular job, eight to five and cash check. Same thing for me. It's like, you know, I, I got into healthcare because I wanted to help people. That was my yeah. number one drive. Um, and I, that's why I'm still in it. But I also have a business mind where um, I have lots of ideas. I see lots of gaps in digital marketing and social media that aren't being filled in the healthcare space. So I have so many projects on the go where I'm creating, con- I'm shooting content editing that, learning to edit that content Ooh. through YouTube um, and posting it on our social media feeds. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, Bayshore Therapy. Um, Dustin. And so like for me, it wasn't just about being a clinician that comes in. I have my room. I have patients coming in and out all day. For me, it's, okay, I'm really invested in this company mm-hmm. because my boss is awesome. Like we've been texting all day today. He's like a buddy. He doesn't feel like my boss. And he's given me, he trusts me to give me the autonomy to just do what I need to do to make this thing grow. So I mm-hmm. feel like I have a personal stake in this company, even though I don't. But it's I, kind of a cool feeling. But eh? I treat it like yeah. that. I don't feel like I'm at work. Like it's a Sunday of a long weekend and I'm like taking a LinkedIn course on SEOs because like I want to get really good at that and I find it entertaining. Um, so for me, my vision is to make this thing 
grow it's to take over certain competitors that have a monopoly on the market and we're going to do that by not just acquiring more businesses and having more infrastructure than them but it's by being better than them it's funny how people think that that's how it goes yeah when because i have the same mindset as you basically said is to shake shit up Sorry for my language. Oh no, I let one out. I've told you uh, swearing. And I know it's very true. I'm the only one that does it. Um, is to shake things up and change the status quo. Yep. You know, and I love. Uh, yeah. That's why I use the term industry disruptors. It's the, ooh, that's can the healthcare that? industry has become so complacent. Mm -hmm. And I f like my own mom is like, <laughs> like, how do you just put heat packs on people all day? Doesn't it get boring? <laughs> and I'm like. That's I put a heat pack on like two people and it was at the end of their session because like they just wanted heat um, but that's the thing like my mom has spinal like just from like um, genetics she has spinal stenosis so her spinal canals mm -hmm. are narrowing and the only thing that's going to fix it is exercise therapy and I'm like mom go to physio and she's like why well, I have heat packs at home like mom <laughs> so, like, so finally I told her to go to one of our clinics mm. and she goes and she comes home she's like I'm never going back again I'm like why she's like they made me do exercises <laughs> like, like it was a bad thing. And so like very, it's so unfortunate. I'm going to throw the South Asian community under the bus a little bit here and, and the, like the Asian Pacific communities. So primarily in Richmond and Surrey is you have physiotherapists who, this is going to be such a bad term, prey on the elderly of mm, people mm -hmm. in those communities. So in Surrey, you have a South Asian physiotherapist who's, come buddy buddy with a couple South Asian doctors and that doctor is sending all their elderly South Asian patients to this physio MSP is covering the bill. They like, th these people don't know what to expect mm -hmm. from physio. They go, they got a heat pack put on, maybe a little bit of tens, make them feel good out the door. They go not a dollar out of their pocket. MSP is paying this physio. It's got four or five people going at once. Like this physio is making bank and in Richmond, the same thing's happening with the Asian population. Um, Unfortunately, like it's been going on for way too long, but they are starting to crack down more mm -hmm. on it, which is awesome because not only is it you're taking advantage of the elderly population, like let's break it down. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. But you're also you're um, you're undermining your colleagues like there's physio there's tons and tons of genuinely good physiotherapists that want to practice good physiotherapy who are now having like like my mom like the reputation is just you put heat packs on people same with chiropractors you crack people's necks um so you know there's a crackdown happening and the industry is starting to turn around a little bit um but i mean you're always going to have those people out there that's amazing i'm sorry dustin is just He's waving me down on text and everything, saying that we're we're pretty much out of time. That's I've fine. We can we can do part two maybe. Yeah, maybe definitely. I would that. love to have him on again. Um, okay, so do your plug one more time. Where can they find you? Yeah, so, do? so our company is called Bayshore Therapy and Rehab. Um, 604-404-0617. That goes directly to my work line, so you can talk to me. Uh, my email is bdillon at bayshore.ca. That's B-D-H-I-L-L-O-N at bayshore.ca. Honestly, if you have, if you just generally have questions, like you don't even have to come to us for treatment, just shoot me an email and I'll answer your email or I'll get the appropriate clinician to answer your email. Again, like we, we don't do it for the money. I mean, we do, it's a business, but like we don't create these relationships with the community for the money. We want to get proper education out there. And hey, maybe you know someone that does need rehab and you send them our way and that, that can be your way of thanking us. And then our website's www.btrbc.ca. Um, right now, that concussion program I was referencing launched in Victoria at our clinic. Mm -hmm. um, it is coming to Langley soon, um, but we you know, that's the official program, but we have tons and tons of clinicians that are ready to treat head injuries, concussions, post-stroke, post-surgery, workplace injuries, car accidents, all over the lower mainland. We're, we're as north as Whistler and as east as Chilliwack in Kelowna and all over the island. Damn, damn. And with that being said, if you have an inspirational story or if you just have a great message you want to send out, again, we have our magazine online at closelook.ca. You could check us out there. You could call us there, send an email there. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. We'd love to meet you. Love to have you on the show as cool as 
Balraj here. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I want to say, that. like, I think there's yeah. there's a uh, there's good opportunity for Bayshore and Close Look to maybe oh. collaborate on some things. Oh man, I'm pretty sure we would love that. Yeah, we would. No. Anyways, okay. So we kind of read Dustin's just like, guys, can you just wrap this up? My God. Um, do we? An audience. And do you guys have any more Any questions, real quick? No. No. Okay. So with that being said, thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you everybody for participating in the chat. Thank you, Dustin, for keeping me up with the chat. Uh, thank you, Balrash, for being on the show. My pleasure. Uh, we'll check you out, guys, next week. Next week, by the way, we're going from concussions to people who pretty much get concussions all the time. Wrestling, Mr. India will be on the show, Rish Koya, for talking about more. So we're going to continue with this health thing. So anyways, we'll talk to you guys next week and uh, have a great night. Now I got to make this as smooth as possible.